Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It started off not a very starry tour. It's more a hands-on getting into the community rather than meeting with, you know, the, the great and the good. If Harry's going to have a successful life within the royal family, it has to be meaningful to him. I think there's a real sense that this is what they like doing. They like working. Hi there, and welcome to New Idea Royals. It's the only podcast that reveals what really goes on behind palace doors. I'm Zoe Burrell, and today we'll be talking all about the first few days of Meghan and Harry's royal tour. Joining us today to share her amazing knowledge is royal expert and commentator Angela Mullard. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Ange. Isn't it exciting seeing Meghan and Harry out and about in that tour? Do you know what it really is? And I think it's it reminds me so much of them being here almost a year ago. It, it, the tour feels very much the same flavour, even the same outfits Megan's yes. wearing. <laughs> um, they've got the same kind of mood that it's really integrated with things that they genuinely believe in themselves. They have a deep interest. What I'm finding really fascinating is that when I covered the Royals through the 90s in London, it was very meet and greet, shake hands. You know, they you never got a really true sense that the Royals were integrated in to what was actually happening. They were observing the community groups rather than part of them, whereas with Harry and Meghan, I feel that they have a really deep grassroots understanding of some of these issues, and it's so carefully chosen, the environmentalism, women and children's rights, sustainability, HIV, um, landmines. These are really deep issues. And as Harry himself has said, something we'll get to later in the podcast, there's a real message from him in there about how he feels about this. And we'll talk about that a bit later. Yeah, they have been very hands-on. Mm. So what have they been up to the first oh, few days? Oh, what haven't they been up to? <laughs> they hit the ground running, as you say. These They, they went to the Justice um, Project straight off, which was a self-defence project for women. Then they went to uh, the District 6 Museum. Uh, District 6, 6, of course, is a community that was destroyed by the relocation um, of people during the apartheid era. They spent Heritage Day at the Bow Carp um, area, which is this brightly coloured, all these gorgeous bright yellow and green and blue uh, houses and they were dancing and, you know, it's a really special day. That area, you know, there's been a lot of uh, civil unrest in that area between different community groups. But what they believe is that by sharing dancing and food and music and uh, a sense of history, that that brings people together. One of the things I thought that the um, that Megan said that was particularly lovely was when they were visiting the this project called the Mabot. Mabokodo project. Well, I hope I've pronounced that right. Um, which it was about female empowerment. And she said, just on one personal note, may I say that while I am here with my husband as a member of the royal family, I want you to know that I am here for you as a mother, as a wife, as a woman, as a woman of colour, and as your sister. And this is a really different way of speaking for the royal family. The royal family are very proper. They are correct. Everything is everything is very. Uh, 
careful in the way their speeches have been given. Megan speaks right from the heart. She identifies with people, not just through her words, but the physicality. I mean, some of the photos, and I would, anyone listening to this podcast, I would really uh, urge you to go and look at the Sussex Royal Instagram. There's the most beautiful pictures of Megan just laughing her head off. There's a beautiful picture of her with her arms around uh, one of the young girls in the Waves, from the Waves for Change charity, which is what they went and visited um on uh, the Tuesday, uh, what they did there was they sat down pretty much as they did in Bondi, uh, where they focus on mental health through surf therapy. Um, They sat around together. There was lots of kids in wetsuits. And Megan is just photographed looking, just smiling and laughing her head off. I I just thought it was absolutely gorgeous. She has looked stunning on this trip, hasn't she? She has. Actually, <laughs> look, I think there's a real uh, change in direction in her fashion choices. I think what we've, I think the criticism of their use of jets, of her flying to New York for the baby shower, of her jetting back over there to watch Serena Williams uh, play in the US Open tennis, there's been a lot of criticism of money that's being spent. Her whole wardrobe so far has been very carefully chosen. There's a lot of recycling. She's recycled the Martin Grant, uh, the Melbourne designer, his dress that she wore in Bondi for the same event, the, the Waves for Change. She actually wore it to a different event this time around. But the that that lovely flowing sort of maxi dress and the sort of khakis and brown stripes. Um, she's also reworn the blue Veronica Beard dress that she wore while she was in the Pacific. That was the one that's sort of belted at the waist. She wore a, a dress that's only worth $130, $140 um, made by women uh, artisans in Malawi. That was the black and white dress that we saw at the first occasion that they where they turned up and they danced with um with members of the public so uh and then of course we saw Hey, she was. She went into a mosque, and and the images were very reminiscent of Diana visiting Egypt and Pakistan and various places. Um, with obviously the headdress, uh, the headscarf on. That's that's uh, essential when visiting a, a mosque, and that they visited the oldest mosque in South Africa. But what I really liked also that she was wearing this sort of dark uh, khaki styled dress that's made from recycled nylon. So the message that she's sending through all her clothing choices is very. Um, it's very sustainable, very careful. This is not showy Oscar de la Renta party ball gowns. And I'll be interested to see where the rest of the tour develops because Harry, of course, goes off shortly and he goes off to Botswana, Angola, Malawi. Uh, It's not a – it started off not a very starry tour. It's more a hands-on getting into the community rather than meeting with, you know, the the great and the good. And I think that's an interesting message that they really are – focused on the grassroots and people for whom these projects are are very meaningful. Yeah, I agree. And there has been sort of lots of criticism of the couple in recent weeks. Do you think this trip will change public opinion on them? I I mean, I think it already is. I think it already has too, Zoe. (laughs) I think it's marked. Look, this is is their job and, and I think this is the thing they do best. Uh, I like the way that it feels harmonious. It feels like, uh, you know, in all business, we whatever your vision is, it has to align with your values. And I think this is them at their best. This is the work that they really genuinely enjoy. Of course, they have to have holidays. Of course, they have to go to Rome to a friend's wedding. That is part of the their normal life. And they are, you know, they are part of the aristocracy and, and royalty does have a lot of money. So they get to do all these other things. But this is the real essence of who they are and their purpose within the royal family. And I think the 
you know, since Diana, that sense of duty and purpose has never been um, more uh, sort of cohesive with their the particular family, royal family members' interests and um, persuasions and that sort of thing. And I think it's particularly noticeable with Harry. If Harry's going to have a successful life within the royal family, it has to be meaningful to him. That's the only way he will survive it. He He's spoken in the past about wishing he wasn't royal, about being very glad that he didn't, you know, that he's not going to be heir to the throne. If Harry is to z- survive the royal family, and we know that he's been challenged by um, mental illness and a sense of you know, lack of direction and that sort of thing, then I think aligning with his purpose is, is, is where it really makes a difference. And they just look like this is what they really enjoy. Megan's positioning herself as the ultimate – well, not positioning herself. That's suggested that, that she, you know, it's, it's premeditated. She genuinely is a working mum. That's what she is. That's what she wants to do. This is she's off maternity leave now. She's got her nanny with her. She has. They both have. But I think there's a real sense that this is what they like doing. They like working. They like making a difference. They now have social media to uh, sort of act as a megaphone to the world, which they're doing. So they're getting huge numbers of followers on their Instagram and able to showcase the work they're doing. And they can move the address. I mean, we love talking about frocks and <laughs> clothes and jewellery and that. But they can themselves move the agenda across from off that by, uh, by using that uh, megaphone, which is their own Instagram account. Yeah, and I think you can see how passionate they are about everything they've been doing this trip, aren't you? Really knowledgeable. I mean, they they seem to want to connect with people whose lives are affected by the things that they do. They seem to have, I mean, Megan talked about being on the flight over and she had one eye open all the way because she was worried that, you know, about Archie travelling so far. <laughs> the other eye, I imagine, would have been on those manila folders that we saw her arriving in Australia with. Oh, you know, yes. She does do the research. She does know the stories. I mean, she is a A-type personality who wants to know everything that's going on. I'm sure Harry's a bit more fluid and goes with a more feelings-based <laughs> approach and meets people and jokes with them. Megan's, Megan's the ultimate head girl, isn't she? She's the girl that's read every every paper on any issue and I think she'd be incredibly knowledgeable and then go in probably and cook the food for them as well (laughs) you know she's she's I think it's her character she wants to make a difference and she wants to be excellent and I don't think that's a bad thing yeah do you have a favorite moment from the tour so far oh I I do (laughs) love that um the waves for change charity I think that 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 it makes such a difference in destigmatizing mental health and I love she she seems to really uh, – she has a moment with young women, I think. I think she sees herself in these young women. I mean, she, none of us can really know what it would be like to be growing up mixed race in America, she, you know, as a ca- campaigner as she was. And I think she really identifies with these young women. And I, those photographs where she's got her arms around a young a young girl or that she's in an empowerment or a self-defense class or something like that or, or education-based, that's when she seems – sort of most aligned to her true purpose and I and those are the moments that I love best. As for Harry, I I, I liked him dancing. Oh, he was terrible, wasn't he? He was absolutely yes. terrible. And he kept pushing Megan to go and do the dancing first and then like most men stood in the background and, and it you was know quite sort of, a sweet moment, he finally though, got into it. Yeah. Yeah, he's not much he's not much as a dancer is he? I don't think we'll be seeing him on what is it called in the UK? Strictly come dancing. Yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing him on that. Anytime, no, not anytime soon. soon. No. <laughs>
Of course, though, the couple paid tribute to Princess Diana in a very cute way, didn't they? They did. I thought this was really lovely. So when they got off the plane in South Africa, they had uh, Megan had Archie in her arms um, and he was wearing this little white, creamy white knitted hat, which bore a striking resemblance. In fact, I'm going to call it, it's the same hat that Harry wore (laughs) when he was a little baby. There's photographs of Diana getting off a plane, very similar shot, Harry in her arms, maybe slightly older than, than Archie is now, this little bobble hat on it. I think this is probably what does happen is that the two boys had their clothes when they were growing up. Diana probably kept them for their own children. Well, not probably not every outfit, but we've already seen, um, uh, Prince Louis wearing uh, an outfit that Prince William had worn previously as a child, or was it Harry? It was one of the other. They, he was wearing at the Trooping the Colour, an outfit that we'd seen one of the brothers wearing. And I think this is the case now, is that, that you know, these these young women who have married these two royal brothers would be, you know, having a fossick through the baby clothes <laughs> and not just out of curiosity and history and memory, but to really honour the woman that's not there to see her grandchildren grow up. And I think it's a beautiful and touching thing to do. And they're always very subtle, these little moments. There's no sort of announcement. You know, those photos were very, uh, they weren't, they were just quickly taken. They were just coming off the plane. But yeah, really cute to see him wearing a hat that his dad wore at a similar age. I know, wasn't it? Just yes. I loved that moment. Yeah, it was really cute. <laughs> Although it made me wonder, how is it that Megan's wearing a sundress in South Africa, but but Archie's wearing a full knitted beanie? It I must have been different times thing. a day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not or sure. Coming I'm not straight sure. off the plane, maybe yeah. it was chilly on the plane. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and going back to the tour, we know that Harry and Megan are going to go their separate ways in the days to come. And Harry's actually revealed that he's troubled by the world's problems. That's right. He has his well, – during the very first day when he was in Cape Town, he was chatting to a student, Peter Oakey, who was 18, and um, Peter sort of discussed their conversation afterwards and said that Harry said that he often woke up and felt overwhelmed by too many problems in the world and that sometimes it's hard to get out of the out of bed in the mornings. But then he went on to say to Peter that he wanted to use their platform, his and Megan's platform, to enable grassroots change and to try and create a better society. I think it's really interesting when we get to this, um, particularly in a week that we've had with the climate change marches and people like Greta Thunberg's speeches, to actually have someone of, of Harry's uh, maturity and understanding of global issues to be really honest about how he's seeing it and that and that you know talking about the difference that you can make that you know they've both talked about having a consciousness crisis that means that that people need to get involved and and I think this is what they do best they take feelings that the rest of us have and repurpose them into action and I think that's a very very powerful message uh, going forward and I think as this tour proceeds we're going to see more and more of that sort of messaging I mean if you think about it some of the issues that someone like Angelina Jolie brought to public attention because of her profile was extraordinary this is even a higher level than that I don't think there's anyone else in the world who can shine the light and when I say shine the light, I mean they attract a diverse sort of cross-section of followers. They attract grandmas, attract students. It's it's not just a subset of society. They are so universal, I suppose is the word, that they have this tremendous power. And um, it's going to be really interesting to see how they use it in years to come. Yes, exactly. And what can we sort of expect from the next few days on the tour. Yeah, so they're going their separate ways very shortly. Harry's going off to Botswana, Malawi and Angola. We're going to obviously see him at the landmine charity, the Halo Trust, which his mother was so involved in. In fact, he is 
going to the exact same spot that we saw those photographs of Diana wearing the head mask. Um, and he's actually going to be introduced by uh, the same woman, the governor of that region, oh, wow. um, who 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 talked to uh, Diana during her visit. And then he's going to the orthopaedic centre, obviously, afterwards, which is where children and those who have lost their limbs through landmines uh, which which of course was where where they live and where or where they, where they are re- rehabilitated and that's obviously where Diana met and um, posed for those iconic pictures of children with missing limbs so I think that will be a very potent moment of the trip. Um, he has been there before, but only in a private capacity. And actually, that centre that I just spoke about, the orthopaedic centre, that's actually going to be named in Diana's honour while he is there. So I think the pictures from from that and the messaging from that are going to be very potent. Aren't they? That's yes. going to be such a lovely engagement yes. for him. Oh, and I should mention that Megan will not be lying by the pool <laughs> and having swims with little baby Archie. She's got a lot coming up too. She's going to uh, a woman's... Uh, entrepreneurial um, meeting. She's visiting the Women to Women project and I think that's going to be amazing because I think that's going to, uh, that's women who have HIV who are being trained to be community advisors. And Archie, when he was born, she received lots and lots of gifts and she's packaged a lot of those up to bring over to give to that project, which is which is amazing. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I, do you know what I also love? I think we're going to see a bit more cooking. We've already seen her in the a cooking capacity. We know from the Grenfell Tower um, fire and the cookbook that arose from, um, from that project. Uh, tragedy that she was involved in that that I think cooking's really at the heart of a lot of things she does. We've already seen her in one project in South Africa, enjoying food and talking about food and how it brings people together. And I kind of like that. It's not something the royal family's really touched on before. They've always been a little bit aloof when it comes to food. But I really want to know how much of the stuff they eat when they sit down because the, the photos <laughs> is so much food and you kind of think, you know, what, what, what do they actually have? Like there was one occasion where they have these particular little South African donuts coated in cinnamon and car and, and, you know, I just want to know how many they eat, but we never get to see them we don't, stuffing do their faces we? on the actual food. So that's the one thing. Whereas I'd be totally opposite. As soon as I walked in, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll try exactly, that. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I want to know what they're um, what they're doing. But I loved it. And remember in New Zealand when they went to some, they went to a cafe and all the cakes didn't get eaten and she packed them up and gave them to the kids that were waiting outside. So I, I, I quite, I don't know, it's something that interests me. It's a much more relaxed normal kind of interface than we ever saw with you know that the 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 generation before them so the dianas the charles's we yes we see them joking and and sort of shaking hands and things like that but, but there's not that kind of getting down taking your shoes off crouching at them on the ground hugging people sharing food this is this is just like ordinary people and yet they're not of course but i mean in their own home and that. I'm sure it's very different. <laughs> I'm sure it is too. I know. <laughs> just like us, I imagine. Oh, you just want, wouldn't you love a series of pictures of just what they're like at home, like a behind the scenes? I would just love to see that. Oh, the other thing I think has been interesting, we've seen their nanny for the first time, really. Oh, so yes. there's been a couple of pictures of her. But um, she's clearly in the background, but we saw her coming off the plane. Don't know her name or anything. She's very um, incognito. But, uh, but she, you know, obviously Megan's out there working. So Exactly. Although they have revealed what they like to do at the end of the day, haven't they? That's right, Zoe. They like a triple gin and tonic, which they (laughs) sling back with tequila on top. Actually, that's not true. Sorry. (laughs) No, that's the rest of us. Uh, They 
do meditation together. So oh, when, wow. they, when they very into the day, Megan's obviously very keen on meditation. She talked about it on her lifestyle blog, uh, The Tig. But, you know, obviously when they're traveling, they're very, very busy, but they get to the end of the day and they both like to reflect and meditate. And I think that's really lovely. They told the co-founder of Waves for Change about this and, and what an impact it had on their lives. So, look, I, they must need some energy magic to keep going the next day. There was a lot of costume changes and a lot of a lot of work and a lot of remembering details about the people that they're meeting and the different charities that they're involved with. So good on them. I think that's a really smart way to set yourself up for the day, isn't it? Although I think I'd go for the gin and honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Zoe. Well, you're a bit younger. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today, Ange. Thanks, Zoe. And thank you so much to everyone for listening. For more on the Royals, please go to newidea.com.au or our Facebook page, New Idea Royals. And of course, don't forget to pick up a copy of our new Royal Mag, New Idea Royals Monthly, on sale now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.